Hi team, and welcome to My Kinda Podcast. We're on Season 2, Episode 49, Volley Gun. Our band of heroes slash survivors and a nano-enhanced war machine find themselves as unlikely companions as they struggle to survive in this dystopian wasteland full of haves and have-nots. I'll give you a hint. The have-nots are on this side of the wall. And to get back on the other side of the wall, maybe a price too heavy to pay. The towering giant was nothing more than a gelatinous blob of ice cream melting in the sun. Well, if his flesh was ice cream. And the sun was, well, the sun. Oh, and one minor detail. We can hear the flight attendants now. We will be arriving at your final destination in a few short moments. Welcome to Venus. It is a nice chilly day here. You might want to bring your umbrella. It's 150 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 70 degrees Celsius. The you look out the window, dear reader. The atmosphere appears to be melting. Your very thoughts are dripping. It's the kind of Arabian hot. Hot, hotter than hot. Do you feel your skin crack at just the idea of that kind of hot? It's not just hot. This is liberation. This is paradise. You no longer feel the confines of your body. Dear reader, our brown pants are dry. Did you pack sunscreen for this trip? You will never again feel like this. Don't worry, dear reader. That was just a test for you. But for our heroes, things were heating up as the realization of powerless crept in. Dear reader, everyone felt it. This was that bean, broccoli, heavy cheese, mammoth burrito fart that bursted forth and erupted out of your ass. Don't worry, dear reader. No one will hear. You timed it perfectly. When the beat drops, dear reader, we must take a moment to acknowledge that not everyone listens to listens to our headphones at full blast. Also, only a several moans or sighs of relief did you open your eyes and see that everyone on the tube was looking at you. There are no words. You have no power here. You are at the mercy of fate. Just as our heroes felt, the giant's computer seemed like it was losing power, going offline, which would be okay. But he had thousands of bat-like creatures that puffed them full of sunshine. Well, just like a crowd, it's hard to control the bat-like creatures. Dear reader, we both understand it's hard to control bat-like creatures anyway, much less when Jenny is stabbing you. He was literally melting like goo, a weird meaty pasta, extra chunky. He was not a contortionist, but his body was being was bending awkwardly, sporadically. His body accordioned and rippled, and rippled back and forth, back to its normal or reduced size. Dear reader, size matters. Tiny splashes of water, no problem. A titanic-sized. Tsunami of dead, explosive bat-like creatures, you got problems. 
As the giant wave, as the giant's wave of tiny flesh and creatures crash down, look up to the heavens, dear reader. What do you see? That's what hope looks like. You see bat-like creature butts and innards. Dear reader, don't ask. Hi team, and welcome to My Kinda Podcast. We're on Season 2, Episode 49, Volley Gun. Our band of heroes slash survivors and a nano-enhanced war machine find themselves as unlikely companions as they struggle to survive in this dystopian wasteland full of haves and have-nots. I'll give you a hint. The have-nots are on this side of the wall. And to get back on the other side of the wall, maybe a price too heavy to pay. The towering giant was nothing more than a gelatinous blob of ice cream melting in the sun. Well, if his flesh was ice cream, and the sun was, well, the sun. Oh, and one minor detail. We can hear the flight attendants now. We will be arriving at your final destination in a few short moments. Welcome to Venus. It is a nice chilly day here. You might want to bring your umbrella. It's 150 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 70 degrees Celsius. The you look out the window, dear reader. The atmosphere appears to be melting. Your very thoughts are dripping. It's the kind of Arabian hot. Hot, hotter than hot. Do you feel your skin crack at just the idea of that kind of hot? It's not just hot. This is liberation. This is paradise. You no longer feel the confines of your body. Dear reader, our brown pants are dry. Did you pack sunscreen for this trip? You will never again feel like this. Don't worry, dear reader. That was just a test for you. But for our heroes, things were heating up as the realization of powerless crept in. Dear reader, everyone felt it. This was that bean, broccoli, heavy cheese, mammoth burrito fart that bursted forth and erupted out of your ass. Don't worry, dear reader. No one will hear. You timed it perfectly when the beat drops. Dear reader, we must take a moment to acknowledge that not everyone listens to, listens to our headphones at full blast also. Only a several moans or sighs of relief did you open your eyes and see that everyone on the tube was looking at you? There are no words. You have no power here. You are at the mercy of fate. Just as our heroes felt, the giant's computer seemed like it was losing power, going offline, which would be okay. But he had thousands of bat-like creatures that puffed them full of sunshine. Well... Just like a crowd, it's hard to control the bat-like creatures. Dear reader, we both understand it's hard to control bat-like creatures anyway. Much less when Jenny is stabbing you. He was literally melting like goo. A weird, meaty pasta. Extra chunky. He was not a contortionist, but his body was, being was bending awkwardly, sporadically. His body accordioned and rippled and rippled back and forth. 
back to its normal or reduced size. Dear reader, size matters. Tiny splashes of water, no problem. A titanic-sized tsunami of dead, explosive bat-like creatures, you got problems. As the, giant wave, as the giant's wave of tiny flesh and creatures crash down, look up to the heavens, dear reader. What do you see? That's what hope looks like. You see bat-like creature butts and innards. Dear reader, don't ask. The writing staff doesn't know the difference either. And honestly, it doesn't matter. A bat-like creature butt or a piece of flesh, it's still coming down. Josh and Sasha couldn't feel any lower even if they tried. Jenny was wondering if her plot armor would hold up. Hail Jenny. She's not religious, but if Jenny had a guardian angel, she deserves overtime payment. Dear reader, imagine a guardian angel with a canted halo. To where other angels around her would ask, Did you get hit by a passenger tube? And then fall off and get hit by another one? On the way down to the sewage plant? Because, dear reader, it's okay to be drenched in sweat. But, dear reader, being a guardian angel is hard work. Try to do what they do. Dear reader, you can't imagine all that they do. They're struggling from all the hard work that they do. And today is only Monday. They are burning the midnight oil as if it matters. It's not like Jenny will live forever. But all this work from the guardian angel to keep her ass alive. Or at least long enough to fulfill her purpose in the universe that it has in store for her. Dear reader, do you know how bad things are when your guardian angel wishes for death? Wishes for darkness. The only thing good about pitch black is that anything you do, anything, will make the situation better. Like a, no matter what you do, the bleeding will stop. Whether you patch it right up and do the right thing, or you do nothing, the bleeding will stop. And at the point where it's most darkest, the darkest lifts. The barrage and explosion the bat-like creature butts had a seemingly endless shockwave. Dear reader, our brown pants are no longer dry. The tsunami of death is coming. This is the lay down, you dead moment. Dear reader, we will not ask why the shock waves and the concussive force from all that butt in the air and all that shit in the air. It leads to big problems. But dear reader, we're dead. They're not our problems anymore. We didn't resist the darkness. We just let it come. Let it be, dear reader. Dear reader, the writing staff thinks that you've done quite enough to mess up the story, so let's take a moment as we imagine pure darkness. Nothing beats that. Peace in the valley. Death doesn't start till you die. Dear reader, hail Jenny. There is light. Light flickers and their eyes adjust. All eyes in the room adjust to the sudden exposure as the lights blinked on. Just Josh, Sasha, Vanessa, Verb, and Marla 
and Jenny and Alice were the only sentient creatures to survive. We got guns, Josh explains. Our band of heroes find themselves in an armory. This is a gun nuts wet dream. Weapons, ammo, guns, first aid, healing kits, bullets, ammo, anything that you could want. All kinds of explosives. Josh picked up a weird one and looks. He's playing with a strange triangle and accidentally shoots a hole in the wall. And he almost hit his face with it. Dear reader, this was an armory. This was any weapon imaginable. And some you can't even imagine. This is that gold at the end of the rainbow. Even if you have, even you could have a fictitious weapon made for you, the only limit is your imagination. Imagine that. The writing staff doesn't know the difference either. And honestly, it doesn't matter. A bat-like creature butt or a piece of flesh, it's still coming down. Josh and Sasha couldn't feel any lower even if they tried. Jenny was wondering if her plot armor would hold up. Hail Jenny. She's not religious, but if Jenny had a guardian angel, she deserves overtime payment. Dear reader, imagine a guardian angel with a canted halo. To where other angels around her would ask, Did you get hit by a passenger tube? And then fall off and get hit by another one. On the way down to the sewage plant. Because, dear reader, it's okay to be drenched in sweat. But, dear reader, being a guardian angel is hard work. Try to do what they do. Dear reader, you can't imagine all that they do. They're struggling from all the hard work that they do. And today is only Monday. They are burning the midnight oil as if it matters. It's not like Jenny will live forever. But all this work from the guardian angel to keep her ass alive. Or at least long enough to fulfill her purpose in the universe that it has in store for her. Dear reader, do you know how bad things are when your guardian angel wishes for death? Wishes for darkness. The only thing good about pitch black is that anything you do, anything, will make the situation better. Like a, no matter what you do, the bleeding will stop. Whether you patch it right up and do the right thing, or you do nothing, the bleeding will stop. And at the point where it's most darkest, the darkest lifts. The barrage and explosion the bat-like creature butts had a seemingly endless shockwave. Dear reader, our brown pants are no longer dry. The tsunami of death is coming. This is the lay down. You dead moment. Dear reader, we will not ask why the shock waves and the concussive force from all that butt in the air and all that shit in the air. It leads to big problems. But dear reader, we're dead. They're not our problems anymore. We didn't resist the darkness. We just let it come. Let it be, dear reader. Dear reader, the writing staff thinks that you've done quite enough to mess up the story, so let's take a moment as we imagine pure darkness. Nothing beats that. Peace in the valley. Death doesn't start till you die. Dear reader, 
Hail Jenny. There is light. Light flickers and their eyes adjust. All eyes in the room adjust to the sudden exposure as the lights blinked on. Josh, Josh Sasha, Vanessa, Verb, and Marla. And Jenny and Alice were the only sentient creatures to survive. We got guns, Josh explains. Our band of heroes find themselves in an armory. This is a gun nuts wet dream. Weapons, ammo, guns, first aid, healing kits, bullets, ammo, anything that you could want. All kinds of explosives. Josh picked up a weird one and looks. He's playing with a strange triangle and accidentally shoots a hole in the wall. And he almost hit his face with it. Dear reader, this was an armory. This was any weapon imaginable. And some you can't even imagine. This is that gold at the end of the rainbow. Even if you, even you could have a fictitious weapon made for you, the only limit is your imagination. Imagine that. You want, the, you want a chicken? You want the gun from Chicken Run Duck Blaster Three? Ding! Here's a chicken that shoots eggs out of its ass. It's hardcore. But people, but hardcore players play with the chickens with the claws. It's fucking ridiculous. But it's feeding time, dear reader. And you drank the lemonade. You drank the Kool-Aid. It's okay, dear reader. You know more than the writing staff does. Everyone was grabbing weapons and ammo of all sorts, as if these, these were the last ones. Dear reader, have you picked out the ones you wanted? So like Marla and Vanessa, they picked up healings and loaded up on their favorite weapons. Jenny or Josh was armed to the teeth, head to the toe, covered with ammo. He had enough weapons to kill 12 people all at once. I mean, Josh was just like an explosive mashed potato. He looked like a porcupine with a number of rockets this guy wanted to fire. This guy was a marshmallow looking for a flame. This was motherfucking Christmas. Eat your heart out, Rambo. Dear reader, you should have seen it. Pure pandemonium. Like, all of a sudden, shortage. Mm, but not really, because there was no pressing attack. No nothing. It just all kind of happened. A mad rush for supplies. But there were plenty the whole time. It doesn't look like, it doesn't look like enough, so people get greedy. Everyone. Everyone, dear reader, gets greedy. Oh, you don't think so? Look at your hands. What weapon did you choose? Before you say none, dear reader, your life depends on it. So we will ask you again, dear reader. Okay, everyone has their weapon or weapons. Damn it! Hang on, guys. There's always one. Every time, there has to be one of us not grab a weapon, and now we're waiting on Alice and Jenny. Because they were very weary and skeptical, and they just stood there, taking in all the, vi all the elements. Do you smell that? Of course not. You can't smell this. Do you hear that? Of course not. You can't hear this. 
But without any proof, you know that Jenny knows that something is wrong. Pound the alarm. Dear reader, the world's on fire, and Smokey says only you can put it out. Dear reader, you heard stories. Your guardian angel could use a break anyway, so take your time. Think about it. When there's plenty of ammo, guns, and anything else, think. Think, dear reader. Boss battle. That's what most people think. Have you been in the desert, dear reader, wandering around looking for water? And now, here it is in front of you, a lemonade stand. Do you drink the lemonade? Standing before you is all the resources you could ever want. Stuff that is not easily acquired. Do you take the bait? Think, dear reader. Oh, you don't take the bait because you're smarter than everyone. Dear reader, you are presented with this hypothetical. Do you armor up, or do you just wait and see? This is a car accident. You are going to hit the deer. What do you do, dear reader? Dear reader, it's the pedal on the right. You keep going. You want the, you want a chicken? You want the gun from Chicken Run Duck Blaster Three? Ding! Here's a chicken that shoots eggs out of its ass. It's hardcore, but people, but hardcore players play with the chickens with the claws. It's fucking ridiculous. But it's feeding time, dear reader. And you drank the lemonade. You drank the Kool-Aid. It's okay, dear reader. You know more than the writing staff does. Everyone was grabbing weapons and ammo of all sorts, as if these... These were the last ones. Dear reader, have you picked out the ones you wanted? So like Marla and Vanessa, they picked up healings and loaded up on their favorite weapons. Jenny or Josh was armed to the teeth, head to the toe, covered with ammo. He had enough weapons to kill 12 people all at once. I mean, Josh was just like an explosive mashed potato. He looked like a porcupine with a number of rockets this guy wanted to fire. This guy was a marshmallow looking for a flame. This was motherfucking Christmas. Eat your heart out, Rambo. Dear reader, you should have seen it. Pure pandemonium. Like, all of a sudden, shortage. Mm, but not really, because there was no pressing attack. No nothing. It just all kind of happened. A mad rush for supplies. But there were plenty the whole time it doesn't look like it doesn't look like enough so people get greedy everyone everyone dear reader gets greedy oh you don't think so look at your hands what weapon did you choose before you say none dear reader your life depends on it so we will ask you again dear reader Okay, everyone has their weapon or weapons. Damn it. Hang on, guys. There's always one. Every time, there has to be one of us not grab a weapon, and now we're waiting on Alice and Jenny. Because they were very weary and skeptical, and they just stood there. Taking in all the, vi all the elements. 
Do you smell that? Of course not. You can't smell this. Do you hear that? Of course not. You can't hear this. But without any proof, you know that Jenny knows that something is wrong. Pound the alarm. Dear reader, the world's on fire, and Smokey says only you can put it out. Dear reader, you heard stories. Your guardian angel could use a break anyway, so take your time. Think about it. When there's plenty of ammo, guns, and anything else, think. Think, dear reader. Boss battle. That's what most people think. Have you been in the desert, dear reader, wandering around looking for water? And now, here it is in front of you, a lemonade stand. Do you drink the lemonade? Standing before you is all the resources you could ever want. Stuff that is not easily acquired. Do you take the bait? Think, dear reader. Oh, you don't take the bait because you're smarter than everyone. Dear reader, you are presented with this hypothetical. Do you armor up, or do you just wait and see? This is a car accident. You are going to hit the deer. What do you do, dear reader? Dear reader, it's the pedal on the right. You keep going. You stomp on that pedal. Because your life depends on it. If you know you're walking into an ambush, it's not an ambush. He lost the element of surprise. You know he's out there. You know he's going to be hunting you. So what do you do, dear reader? Do you pick up the last gun on the wall? The diamond in the rough. The volley gun. When you pull the trigger, it sends a volley. That's the weapon itself is held together with duct tape and faith. The accuracy sucks, but you're throwing a wall of lead that can push you right out of you. What do I mean, dear reader? Your mind, your soul, and your body can be split. You ain't paid the month or the rent in six months. You leaving today. Your spirit would be rather surprised. Now imagine someone enslaving each individual part of you and using it for their own nefarious purposes, forcefully evicting you from your body. There's a battle going on, dear reader. Where's your weapon? I mean, you have to fight if they don't leave, because they're kind of like repo AI. So why not bait them out? When they get promises of a better of a, apartments and stuff like that, they can just come to you. You can just lead them along just to exploit them. Don't fight their enemy. Let your enemy fight what they fear. And if you're fighting Jenny, you already lost. Some bloodstains don't go away, even with bleach. It may have just made, it just makes everything whiter, but the stain is still there. Jenny thinks the only way to get rid of those sins is to burn 
it all down. But you see, it's not Sasha or Amira's fault because Jenny broke the mystery box. So none of the events you're about to read even existed because Jenny broke the mystery box. Sometimes the history that you think happened did, and other times it didn't. But either way, that's just what you think. This is what really happened. Time seemed to hold its breath because Jenny broke the mystery box.